Why is my brain so tired? It's not a silly question. Pop on the kettle, grab that well-deserved cuppa and join me, Carly Thompson, as we learn a little more about our tired brain and what we can do to help it. get to the end of the school week, 3pm Friday afternoon, and all of a sudden, if anyone asks you any more questions, you think you may break down. (laughs) My friend, you may be in a state of mental fatigue. You see, mental fatigue is when your brain feels exhausted. It leaves you mentally and emotionally tired. And can I just tell you, if you are feeling like that, you are not alone you are absolutely not alone. This is a common symptom of our profession. (laughs) And then think about the COVID pandemic. It has turned this brain tiredness, this mental fatigue into a widespread global issue. It's not just teachers who are experiencing this. Here's the awful cruncher though. According to research, an overstimulated brain impairs your cognitive abilities. And we kind of need those, right? We need to be able to make good decisions every day as teachers, but also in our personal lives too. And when our brain is in a state of overwhelm, it gets really hard to make good, well-thought-out decisions if our brain's health isn't well. And as educators, we are aware of this for our own struggling kiddos, aren't we? We know that they can only hold a certain amount of information before it becomes a brain fog situation. Even teaching students at the moment at all levels, I have noticed a widespread cognitive overload. They have returned to school in the midst of COVID, war, and so much more complications in their home lives after the effects of the pandemic. We cannot teach the exact same way we were teaching before, but that's a topic for another time. You have also changed in the last two years. You have had to work in a reactive mode. Quick, we are shutting down schools. Everybody needs to learn how to educate online. Which platform do we use? How do we record our videos? How do I upload recorded videos? How do I mark the children's work? There have been all of these quick thinking decisions that we have had to make during the pandemic. And I think we might have a little bit of decision fatigue, a little bit of brain fatigue from all the decision making we've had to do. Now, I think that us teachers need to have a big pat on our backs. Nobody has ever taught through a pandemic before. Nobody has ever had to create online lessons and meet kids' well-being needs and spiritual needs and other needs that they have even outside of education whilst being online. Plus the parents. The parents also needed us. They needed us to talk through the lessons that we were teaching, to be there to support them in other ways and to try and help their kids actually hop online and do the learning. We have made so many decisions in the last two years and we are tired and that's okay. But there are things that we can be doing to help our brains get back on track. Our brain health is really important. And here is another thing. If we don't get our brain health back on track, 
it means we actually cannot make the best decisions. And I know as an educator, I want to be in a place where I'm making really good decisions for my class and my children. But also as a mum and a wife and a friend, I want to be making good decisions in my personal life as well. So we have to tend to the overwhelmed brain. We have to tend to the brain fog. It's important to The first thing I think that I need to say is if you are recognizing brain fog or anxiety or depression has kicked in after the pandemic, please speak to your doctor or a counselor about the state of your brain. Make a self-care plan with them. It is absolutely 100% a good thing to do. None of us are the professionals in this. We know a little bit as educators and working with children, and we've all done a little bit of psychology here and there to help with that. But there's nothing like getting a professional alongside you to help you move through the fog into a place of clarity and good decisions to move out of that fatigue. The second tip that I have for you around regaining that brain health of getting that brain clarity of moving through that tired brain is a tip from Dr. Caroline Leaf, and it's called 478 Breathing. It's incredibly simple and you can do it anywhere. So at home, in the classroom, uh, in the bathroom, wherever you need to do it, you can just do it. To start, you breathe in for four seconds. You hold your breath for seven seconds and then exhale for eight seconds. This type of breathing has been shown to reduce asthma symptoms, reduce fatigue, bolster stress management, reduce hypertension, reduce anxiety, reduce aggressive behavior and improve migraines. It is worthwhile trying. And why don't we even take a moment now to try it? I'll do the counting. So remember, it's four seconds in, hold for seven and exhale for eight. I'll count, you breathe. Let's go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. Now, using this four, seven, eight breathing technique actually allows the blood to flow through your brain so that you can make better decisions. How great is that? It brings you clarity and better decision making skills just in that moment. The third thing I wanted to mention, and this one I struggle with from time to time, so I have to remember to use self-compassion talk uh, so that I get back on the wagon, and that is to stay organized. I know, I know. I know that when I'm at school and I'm organized, I'm less stressed. Though my organization at school sometimes leads to less organization at home. However, I have learned to let the small things slide. I am a mum to three boys, I am a wife, and I am a friend, and all of those things are really important to me. I am also a follower of Jesus, so my interior life, my spiritual growth is also a really important thing for me. How do I fit it all in? How do I reduce the stress in my home life so that I can still be organized in my home life, which then leaves me with less decisions to make, which then leaves me with less brain fatigue. Well, I have a few tricks up my sleeve that I wanted to share with you. Here are my top three. The first one 
is I get a cleaner. I have a cleaner come into my house once a fortnight and she does all the big things like the floors and the bathrooms and I didn't want to do it. I I resisted it for a few years and then I thought, why am I doing this to myself? The time that I'm spending cleaning bathrooms on the weekend is time that I could be spending with my children. It's time that I could be spending tending to my soul care. It is time that I could be spending tending to my well-being. I decided that my soul was more important, that my spiritual health and that my family were more important than a clean bathroom or who cleaned my bathroom. So now I have a beautiful lady who comes in and does that for me. The second thing is I order meal boxes. Now, meal boxes can be expensive at times, so I often pick some of the cheaper meals and I don't get them every week. I just do it every two weeks and I pick a few meals that are there, they're organized. I know they're going to be good, yummy, nutritious meals that my family can eat. The last one is my washing. Now, my washing gets done every week and here's how. Yes, I put the load of washing on or the several loads with three boys who love playing in the mud. I put the washing on and then my children hang it out. They are at that age where they can. So they're a little bit older. I have one that's a teenager and two in primary school. My eldest one, he only gets very minimal time on a device. My younger two also get minimal time, but he wants a little bit more because he's a little bit older now. And so he can earn extra time on his device by hanging out the washing. So my washing gets hung out and brought in by him every weekend and he earns a little bit of extra time to play Minecraft. Here's the wonderful thing that I need to tell you. Does it get folded and put away in drawers every week? No. This is something I released myself from doing. They don't need to have perfectly folded clothing in their drawer every week. They just need clean clothes. And if they're getting it out of the washing basket, that's fine. Sometimes it does get folded. Sometimes I will have a podcast on or I'll be listening to some music and I'll feel like sitting down and listening to something. So I'll go and fold washing while I'm doing that. But often it just gets left in the laundry, clean, ready for use. So release yourself. Be kind to yourself. Think of some things you can do to help take the stress, take the thinking out of your week in your home life. The fourth thing I wanted to mention is taking care of your soul health. Jesus reminds us that this is the most important part of who we are. In Matthew 16, 26, he writes, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall man give in exchange of his soul? Your soul is the most precious, valuable part of who you are. Everything, everything flows out of your soul. The way you speak to people, the way you love your family, the way you teach in your classroom, all of it is an overflow from what's going on within your soul. Now, Jesus said there are things that can distract us or take us away from the care of our soul. What things in your world, in your life right now, are taking away time from caring for your soul? Prioritize soul care. Now, other practical things like food and sleep and exercise are always good and healthy for our brains. There are many things you can do to reclaim your brain clarity. You don't have to remain in a state of brain fog. 
None of us are nailing this. None of us are getting this right. But as we band together and we encourage each other to look after these very precious, important parts of who we are, we will find ourselves better, stronger and healthier educators in our careers and in our personal life. Reach out to a professional today or begin to put some of these things into practice. It's okay for me to seek a professional for help. I can take time out to look after my needs first. My soul is the most precious part of me, so I will look after it. Thanks for listening to episode 14 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. If you enjoyed today's episode or you know someone who would benefit from listening to it, please share it or write a review. I have loved getting many emails from you sharing your own journeys with your personal soul health and spiritual growth and just slowing down and re-looking at the way that you have been living as a teacher. You can email me at carly at carlythompson.com or direct message me on Instagram at carlythompson underscore faith right teach. Remember, you are not alone in this. Many teachers all over Australia, all over the world, in fact, are experiencing this mental fatigue, this brain fog. This podcast was created for community to build a community of teachers who want to change the way they have approached teaching in the past. They want to look after their soul health, their mental well-being, and have a thriving personal life as well as profession. So remember, if you are feeling that brain fog, that exhaustion, that brain tiredness, there are things you can do to help you find clarity again. You are worth looking after and you are not alone. Allow me to share a quote with you from Lisa Oliveira. Just because no one else can heal or do your inner work for you doesn't mean you can, should or need to do it alone.